आई वी एम विल यू लिंक योर आधार कार्ड टू योर ट्विटर अकाउंट या अलॉन्ग विथ योर बैंक अकाउंट योर सिम कार्ड इट जस्ट मे हैपन दैट यू विल बी ओब्लाइज टू लिंक योर आधार कार्ड टू योर सोशल मीडिया अकाउंट बट वाई इन टू थाउजेंड एंड एटीन एन एनिमल राइट एक्टिविस्ट एंटनी क्लिमेंट रूबिन फाइल पिटिशन इन कोर्ट सीकिंग दैट आर आधार कार्ड बी लिंक टू आर सोशल मीडिया अकाउंट फॉर ऑनलाइन स्पीच अकाउंटेबिलिटी I'm not too sure how I feel about that. Hello and welcome. My name is Priya Mirza and this podcast is the longest constitution. We are looking at property, public order and what threatens it, blasphemy laws, that's section 295A of the IPC and a couple of gundas. And just in case you're groaning and moaning, oh god, why why are we looking at an abolished fundamental right that's to property? There is a reason. So the making of a nation is fundamentally a territorial project and is intrinsically tied to property so we have to do this period plus it's so illuminating about power structures okay our first story today though is to do with germination seeds yeah seeds not any seeds but mirchi ke seeds shanta's husband sold seeds Shanta's husband sold chili seeds. Shanta's husband sold chili seeds to several farmers. But the seeds did not produce any plants. Uh this does sound like one of those stories one reads to children at night, but it's not. So these seeds are uh, didn't work. Sorry, is that a biologically elegant and legit description that the seeds didn't sprout? Anyway, the plants didn't grow. the ones which did didn't have fruit and the farmers suffered a great loss so would this qualify as a threat to public order well the local administration thought so under the telangana prevention of dangerous activities of bootleggers dacoits drug offenders gundas immoral traffic offenders and land grabbers act 1986 Shanda's husband was detained for being a threat to public order as a gunda. So who is a gunda anyway? And the answer is the law doesn't define one. The first gunda act was passed in 1923 in Calcutta in colonial India and the act empowered the police to identify any person as a gunda and it gets worse and then to deport him without trial in a court of law. Okay. but this is independent india oh right why scrap a law which is so useful to detain literally anybody and everybody so the overarching objective of the gundas act is to detain a person and to prevent him from disrupting public order and over the years several states have passed such laws and expanded the grounds on which the state can detain you including sending a lascivious whatsapp message that's the state of karnataka for you okay we will dwell on this gundagardi in a bit our next thing to do though is not really a story but to digest what we have been looking at so far we looked at the 1967 golaknath case in the last episode 
And we need to pause and consider why this was a super important moment. Also to put together our understanding of property litigation. So this is a hajmola kind of moment in this episode where we are digesting all that we have been gobbling up so cheerfully. So the first question, of course, is what is property and how is it different from land? So with land itself, there are multiple creatures with multiple relationships with it. There could be a river which flows by, trees which grow on it and animals who graze on the land and an entire ecosystem, including humans. You might be a tenant, a laborer working on the fields. A multiplicity of relationships can coexist with land. But property, property grants a certain exclusive right to the denial of others. Property ownership basically excludes all other forms of relationships. So when we look at the exclusivity that property ownership bestows upon the owner, it produces these binaries like public and private, landlords and tenants, owner and trespasser, and all those trespassing signs which just between you and me, read like invitation cards to me. Especially when you're wandering around Ferocia Road and you see these huge colonial era estates which look so delicious and decadent and exactly the sort of place you want to trample around it. Okay, maybe I'll save my confessions of my very criminal intentions later. Anyway, when we look at the kind of litigation over property in the courts, and that would be the Maharaj of Darbhanga case, the Bela Banerjee case and the Goloknath case, we can see at least one pattern emerge distinctly. That the disputes over property were over existing property owners and their rights. And at no point did the state say, okay, let's redistribute land positively and give land to the landless. But what made the Goloknath case as important as it is, is because the Supreme Court put a pause to parliamentary might. So during this period, that's the 1950s, there was a lot of debate whether parliament can amend the constitution and whether it cannot. And so far, the courts had ceded space and said, yeah, pretty much anything in the constitution can be amended by parliament. And therefore, Justice Subarao's judgment in Goloknath that you cannot touch the fundamental rights literally put a pause to the government's road roller plans. Okay, our third story and last story today also picks up with restrictions on our fundamental right to expression, which is not in the constitution. The year is 2009 and Wendy Doniger, an American academic, publishes a book, The Hindus and Alternative History. Except that one Dinanath Batra was very offended and filed an FIR under Section 295A of the IPC. So Section 295A is essentially grounded in feelings. Are your religious sensibilities hurt? Are you feeling insulted? Yeah, go ahead, file a case. So Section 295A criminalizes maliciously insulting a religion or the religious beliefs of any class and makes doing so a non-bailable offense punishable by imprisonment of up to three years. We are, kindly note, my gentle listeners, gently stepping into the whirlpool of religion and constitutional law in India. And within the IPC, Section 295A, privileges certain kinds of insults, outrage, which are grounded in religion, 
over others which are not which means that religious believers can suppress offending material but that privilege is not accorded to non-religious people this also takes us to the petition about aadhar cards which is pending in court about regulating hate speech so while section 295a is linked to the perception of religious insult what about all that anonymous venom spewed online which has a tangible effect on public order that's something to think about anyway doniger's books publisher penguin though decided to defend the book now let's get back to the gundas act the gunda laws of various states give the local administration the power to extern people declared as gundas without a trial so west bengal uttar pradesh tamil nadu karnataka and kerala are just a few states in which a wide range of activities are reason to be detained as a gunda so what happened to shanta's husband in v shanta versus state of telangana 2017 the court ruled that detention cannot be made a substitute for the ordinary law and pointed out that the offense of selling spurious seeds there is the seeds act 1966 to look into such matters aha seeds act kya baat hai i didn't know that actually and acquitted mr shanta and what happened to wendy doniger's book after 4 years of contesting it legally penguin decided to withdraw and pulp the book in 2014 marking a victory for batra's outraged feelings about hindus so today's takeaways are the existence of section 295a in the indian penal code was what allowed dinanath batra to file a case against mandi donegal and it's the legal provision really which is the villain in the story the golaknath judgment stopped parliament from using the constitution to destroy the constitution and The Gundas Act is a vague act which has real and tangible effects on the fundamental right to movement and expression. More of this in the next episode. If you have questions or comments, please send them in via email. That's the longest constitution at gmail dot com. You can also rate my podcast at Spotify and drop a review at Apple Podcasts. And can also reach out to me on Twitter, where I am at fundamentally p. or on instagram the longest constitution until next time this is me priya mirza signing out <laughs> <laughs>